What does your handwriting say about you? Cute. Quick. Disturbed. Uh, antsy. Did I use the right word? You said antsy? I mean, I f- understood. And like, yes. What am I trying to say by that? When I look at your handwriting, I feel antsy. I'm just like, <laughs> um, like I can't sit still. Is that what you're trying to say? What does antsy mean again? That's, you're right. That is what <laughs> antsy is. Like I'm just trying to quickly mm-hmm. get it written. Like I'm thinking uh, quicker than I can write. Rush I think that's everybody, it. right? You're thinking quicker than you can. Like No, when you say you're notes, writing quicker than you could think. But no I, way. In school, like when you're taking notes, while they're being said to you, I'm writing you're just before quickly I'm thinking. writing whatever you think of. No, I'm writing and then I'm thinking. You write quicker than you can think? Yeah. Well, when you're taking notes, sometimes you're not like, you know, comprehending. Like I absorb the, at the end of the sentence, like after the sentence is written, I understand what, what it was written, but that's after I'm done writing it. No? How, is that po- how are you writing I mean, before like, the- She's still like thinking, but it's like, you know, subliminal, you know, it's like That's thinking. like in the background, yeah. my hand, like me writing goes first. I think I write in cursive. No, you I mean, don't. I mean, not cursive, sorry, in italics. Oh, but, yeah. And that's because I'm sort of. trying to like speed you write. You think I quicker than you write. Wouldn't that mi- help you write neater? No. What yeah. are you writing? Because if you think quicker, then you have enough time to <laughs> be <you> writing. <laughs> I'm just like in a. First of all, who's writing? <laughs> what, are, what are we writing? I, um, the time is just racing all the time. I don't know. What was your What was your guys? Mine was cute. I feel like you would have said cute for anything. Are you no. the type Wait. of uh, girl like when you take notes, you like highlight everything, change the colors? Oh, not that. Based on that, if I like, I, like really need to absorb something, <laughs> I used to just highlight certain things like different subjects, whatever. But I am not like changing the font of what okay. I'm writing. Bro, whatever. There was there was this yeah there was this girl I went to high school with that had highlighters laid out and then the different uh, pens. Yeah. Mm. If I told you who it was, you probably remember. Say your name, but, bro. Um, Call just her kidding. Out. No, don't, don't, don't. Uh, no. There was a, there was a meme on like first name Brooke. <laughs> Maybe you could. Okay. That doesn't that doesn't okay. narrow it down. Well, it's <laughs> based on where we went to school. It, it was just like it. so many Colors. different, and she was changing it, and she was keeping up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, sometimes like it. it helps you categorize because like on my computer later on I used to do that. You know what also helps called? you categorize? Draw a line. <laughs> yeah. No, that's for sure. Right. New subject. There, there's a meme on Twitter where um, <laughs> girls would l- write like that, and then the topic would be like slavery. And they're, Yo, like, yeah, and they're, and they're like God, writing it all like, like beautifully. Cute, yeah. And they're like Holocaust, like with butterflies yeah, around like, it. Oh, what the heck? It's what the aesthetic. What was, what was yours? I said quick. Like I'm, I'm just quick. trying to write quick. I'm not thinking about like how my writing looks, um, yeah. but it, it still looks pretty good, I think. Riley? Mine is like it progressively gets worse like like my hand starts cramping and what then did it, you say yours was oh disturbed disturbed. Mm. disturbed that's a good one though like like disturbed as in if the teacher saw your paper turned in she'd be like is everything okay? okay at home yeah yeah but i think that i think i wow. answered wrong there i don't know if it's that bad he's drawing like mm. blood <laughs> at the bottom like that font that comes in. you can see the pain my hand is in like i don't know about you guys like since we don't write things anymore like mm. it hurts to actually write a few pages of like stuff. Yeah. If I don't write for a while, I'm like 
how do you do this again? Yeah. Mm, oh yeah. But yeah. I like writing more than I like typing. Working with kids made me write more like bubblier. But yeah. the one thing that always makes even the kids mad is my A's have that hook at the top. Oh, okay. And then do it. And I like forced myself to do it in high school at some point or middle school. And then now I can't stop. <laughs> like I can't stop now. I heard you also remember things uh, more when you write them down instead mm-hmm. of typing. typing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I write all of my notes for my class right now. Even though I could like write them out. Yeah, I write them all okay. on paper. Go writing. Go yeah. writing. Well, guys, thank you for tuning into an episode of Strange Flavors. My name is Shamir. I'm Faraz. My name is Amber. And on the uh, Strange Exchange today, we have our good friend Riley, who's back on the podcast. So we'll be chatting with him. Yep. This is the strangest and greatest podcast in the game brought to you by Lift Theory. If you'd like to email us or send us your music, strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. You can get your dope Strange Flavors merch at strangeflavors.store. And if you'd like to support this podcast and be part of Strange Flavors Town, you can donate with a link down below and be part of Strange Flavors Town, such as Bobber's Bagels, Cassie's Cupcakes, Airhouse Ices, Freehouse Flaffles, Uslam's Apples, Shamil's Shawarmas. You said it wrong. Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> we got another Shawarma. decoration piece. Um, the Pizza Planet truck. It's so cute. Right Looks really nice. It's Another heavy for like a little car. It's a Hot Wheel. Yeah, it's like Dude, it's an antique. It's a- Where did you get that from? <laughs> eBay. <laughs> I think it's actually a replica. Because mm. I saw on there, I was like, hmm, those are expensive. Yeah. And then I saw one that was a little bit cheaper. And then I was like, why is this one like that? And then I, <laughs> I read it later when it actually got shipped and it mm. said like replica on it. But it, in the casing and everything, it looked all authentic. But I guess wow. that's what China does. And you got a fake one, dude. Wow. Well, it's for the aesthetic. So it's, but you said it's heavy. It's These good are quality. collecting yeah. value for us. Make sure you buy the nicest ones because they're not going to collect value for being what they are, but for being a part of this show. I'm, exci- I'm excited for, um, we said that, you know, anybody could send in uh, other fictional restaurant decorations and someone is sending one in. I'm not going to mention what it is right now, but I'm super excited for it. Yeah. And if you want to send one in, uh, DM us, us, email us um, at Strange Flavors. And you can see it on our beautiful set. Yeah. The set is expanding. Yes. Riley Battaglia is back in town. Yes, sir. What a fun last name. Very Italian, right? (laughs) Yeah. And it's like kind of embarrassing because I don't pronounce it right. That sounds like a pasta. Yeah, yeah. So it, it or that's racist. I had a student. No, no. I had a student call me Mr. Bar- Barilla, like the pasta brand. You know, uh, like I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Barilla. Yeah. I mean, it's not even close. But like, you know, haha. Yep. Yeah, right. But they, but they saw the Italian guy. Yeah, there. Italian. You know. Do you go by Mr. B? Um, at my current job, we go by our first names. Uh, uh, it's very progressive. You know. Wow. And, but, first but, names. Um, Is that the new wait, like, yeah. wait, the students call you a first name? Yeah, yeah, they do. Mine did too. Not I was Miss yeah. Amber. Yeah. Okay. Not they even, say they're still the miss, right? Do they say yeah. Mr. Riley? No, they just say Riley. Oh, no. What? That's disrespectful. Woke school. <laughs> what grade is your kids? Other high schoolers. But they yeah. just be calling you by your name. Yeah, Yo, yeah. It's good, Riley. Like the, it is as a, a bit teacher, weird. Like, yeah, yeah. It's you strange. Know, I don't know what? about you guys, but um, in our culture, obviously, we address any of our elders as uncle and auntie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all growing up, um, it was always weird to me what I address all of my friends parents as like sometimes it was I, well I would oh, say yeah. Mr. or Mrs. whatever mm-hmm. but a lot of times they were like oh no just call me Jim or something and I was like yeah. white parents yeah yeah okay 
I mean, that's what, I, that's what we grew up around. White parents like slap me in the face. It's okay. Tell me, tell me my food sucks. Like it doesn't matter. Like I love you. Well, it was uncomfortable because like, I was so used to it. And yeah. even in other cultures, sometimes you just address the elders as something else. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're not related to them, they're not friends, mm-hmm. well, store I, owner, whatever. I appreciate it because it's, they want to be on your level. Like that's kind of what the white parents are like. No, no like, but it's a, res- no, for, for me, it's a respect yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, for us, it's yeah. a respect. Yeah. Like we're yeah, used yeah, to the yeah. respect. So it's like weird when parents are trying to be like on our level, like, yo, yeah, just call yeah. me Jim. It's like, no, you're older than me. Like, I have to respect you. Yeah. Mm. I mean, to be honest, my mom's from uh, the South. She's from Louisiana and it's the same there. Like it's ma'am, sir. Like it is, it is in most of the South, just the same as what you're describing. It's just, even in college. Yeah, exactly. It's like professor. Yeah. I actually love the Southern um, style and etiquette because Mm -hmm. of that. Like I know a lot of people are like, this is outdated and stuff, Mm -mm. but I think that that level of respect that is mutually known is a is a really nice thing to have. And yeah. the hospitality also like hospitality. matches what we, you know, yeah. kind of grew up with yeah. as well. Um, Riley and I grew up together. If you guys haven't heard uh, the episode that he was on, I would r- strongly recommend you pause this, listen to that because it's super entertaining. Um, it was about, I- I'm forgetting what the title, do you remember what the title was? Something about rotating between vomiting and pooping. <laughs> and diarrhea. And diarrhea, yeah. <laughs> vomiting and us. diarrhea. Yeah, before you yeah, guys yeah. were co-hosts. Yeah. So was this like 2018, uh, 2017? It was probably like 2017, yeah. yeah. It was a while ago. So yeah, let's catch up since then because <laughs> Riley is a traveler and a doer of all interesting things. Um, I want to mention after that, I think um, the time we saw you was when Shamir and I and our friends came to, we were going to um, Chicago on the oh, way yeah. we stopped in Cleveland. Yo. Can dude. we talk about this real quick? Like the yeah. Cleveland experience? Yeah, I mean, how was it? Well, for us, it was depressing. It, yeah, yeah, it was like a, I always say this, it was like an indie, perfect movie set for an indie film. Yeah, mm. That's and, true, yeah. And, um, but the thing that really scarred me was your cat. <laughs> the cat. Oh, the cat <laughs> wouldn't let <laughs> her sleep. Oh. You were like spraying it. I love cats. I heard about this cat. I love cats. Shout out Otto. Otto was oh, such a cute name. I know. Yeah. Otto was like from tr- Rocket Power. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, no, I don't know why we got that name. I wanted to name him something else, but my roommate and I compromised on Otto. But I like that name. It's such Rocket a cat Power, name, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I, I think when we got there, Riley hadn't been there for a week. I don't think none of your roommates have been there for a week. Yeah. Yeah. And so your cat hasn't seen a human being in a week. Yeah. Yeah. I would just leave him there. And he was so excited to see human beings, and he was really attached to me. Yeah, because he knew you. He could smell your fear. <laughs> it he wasn't the fear. It. He knew I had work to do. <laughs> oh, right. Shami was, was ed- like editing the vlogs. I was editing the Daily, vlogs. Daily, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, now I remember, yep. And yep. so then he was like, oh, yeah, he's awake. Everyone else is sleeping. Yep, Let me yep, yep. make it worse for him when he's trying to sleep. Did he and like what, walk on you your computer? He, yeah. What's up? Did he walk on your computer or anything? He walked on my computer. Oh, when geez. I tried to sleep, he tried to sleep on my lap. Yep. <laughs> Did not some of the some of the guys we would exchange we were trying to like toss the cat in each other's rooms. Mm-hmm. So like at one point, <laughs> I think it, towards the morning, like Saad and I, our friend Saad, um, we were in the same room and someone released the cat and then closed the door <laughs> in our room. And then we literally like got up, our eyes half closed, picked it up, put it back with Shamir, and we just hear, no. <laughs> is <laughs> the cat the like meowing or something? Like, why is it bothering you so much at night? It's just a very attached cat. It just like, it, it doesn't wanted, mind its business. It was super friendly. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. If during the day, like, I would love to touch it, like play around with it. Yeah. It was so cute. But like at Aww. night, I'm trying to get my work done and it was like needing attention. Okay, but does, that, does he look like he could do anything? 
That joint is evil. <laughs> that joint is evil. <laughs> Shut- oh, it's so cute. Yeah. Can we get a? If we can see that. Cat close up. Probably um, can't see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I want to talk about like the Cleveland experience is kind of funny because uh, at that point in your life, like you ditched oh. everything yeah. to move with a girl yeah. oh. in in Cleveland, <laughs> and then like that, you know, didn't go through. Sure. And you're in this. Like one of what people think is like the worst cities in America yeah, yeah. by yourself. And the whole reason you moved there was because- That's brave. Well, How'd you get to do that? You don't know that I might've loved Cleveland, you know, and wanted to always live there. No, yeah. I mean, so <laughs> so the thing is like, you know, you say like, oh, it's like a worst city. Like it's depressing, right? But in that situation is like where you make the best friends, right? Because- You've got like nine months of winter. You've got oh just God. like, yeah, it's it's just brutal. Like, and you just bond with people. My job there was like really difficult. Um, was everybody that, there depressed? Um, I wouldn't say depressed, but definitely- Mellow. Uh, drinking. Mm. <laughs> so depressed. Yeah, I think, I think when we got there, actually, there was nobody anywhere, right? We were like, where is everyone? We were walking around like, yeah. uh, it's Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame is there, right? Yeah, did you guys go? We did no. We didn't go inside, but um, we were, we outside. were chilling outside. But no one was anywhere, and yeah. then we go by the bars, and they're just packed. packed. Yeah, Damn. yeah. And we we're like, oh, this is. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's like you know, I don't want to stereotype the entire Midwest, but it's very much like let's pack it in, let's just you know have a good time, you know, get a little bit of alcohol in our system and root on our whatever sports teams we have. You know, in Cleveland, they have they had LeBron at the yeah, time, and there was so LeBron posters everywhere. Yeah, they're riding LeBron <laughs> and um. But, you know, this is like the middle of America. This is the part of America that, you know, is it's good to experience uh, for better or for worse. And um, I really have nothing but nice things to say about the the people that I that I met there. And I'm glad that I had the experience. But at the end of the day, it was like when it was time to leave, I was like, yeah, I'm out. Like I grew up on the East Coast. Like so where you, you made you, you made know? like what you could out of the experience. Yeah, totally. Like yeah. it was cool. Um, I'm trying to think what I did for fun. Like I would go bowling. Um, well, you left for fun. You like, yeah. I think we had picked you up when you got back from some island. Yeah, I was in the Bahamas. In the Bahamas, yeah. <laughs> but like, I was, I, I was fled. Gonna, I was going to ask, like, you know, I don't want to get too deep into like the relationship stuff. Sure, but sure, like, sure. After that split, like, you know, was it, you know, being sadly kind of like alone there? Or like, it, what an indie movie. It was, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it was actually like, well, actually for the better, right? Because, well, it's hard to say because the breakup. Did she live there? And then he, you just were like, let me join you over there? She she lived, she lived here because we went to school here. And then I did this whole thing in Morocco. She went back to Ohio. And then when I came back from Morocco, I was looking for work. And it was between Baltimore and Cleveland. It was over a few months, settled on Cleveland, got a job. Uh, got out there, got my apartment set up. And it was almost as like, uh, as soon as I finished signing the lease, it was like, we pretty much broke up. Oh. Like you sign like <laughs> sign one of those year long wow. leases. I don't know. Like she just, she just wasn't about it. Like, and I knew it, you know, I, I can, uh, I can could sense it. And is that um, why you moved there? Cause you're like trying to fix it. No, 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 no. I moved there. It was like, there was like months of like, hey, should we do this? Like, and it was like, yes, yes, let's do it. Let's do it. But then like actually me going there, like that that actual commitment, probably a few things about my personality on top of that. Probably like, you know, just, I don't know. Like, I mean, it doesn't um, work out sometimes. Didn't work out, but it happened right at the beginning. So it was like, okay, I got like nine months to kill at least because I was a school teacher and it's like, you can't leave the kids, especially in the, the kids that were in the situation like that I was teaching, like they need- Teachers to, are you, are you to allowed to say there. what it was for or no? 
Yeah, I mean, the, it was it was with um, like Teach for America. America. Yeah, and it's like, you know, the biggest problem is like teachers that like leave in the middle of the year. Um, it's already hard to find teachers. Um, and so I was like, yeah, like I can't leave in the middle of the year. Um, and it just wasn't practical. So it was really hard, but like, that's the thing. Like um, it just forced me to make friends. And it's kind of similar to all my other travel experiences where I am just alone. It prepared me for just being like a solo traveler in general. Well, like, you had that same experience in Morocco, right? Where- you were thing. you were kind you were going there, yeah. um, and then you ended up in kind of like this village that was literally they knew even even in Morocco it's like a very sort of um, what do you call it like a very close niche community yeah. that like the lang there's a huge language barrier they don't <laughs> yeah. know anything mm. and then you're kind of like mm. having to yeah. adjust it's like man uh, versus wild. Not man versus wild, but like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think yeah, of the yeah. one where like, you just kind of throw afraid. yourself into, it's no, not like going to, naked afraid. <laughs> it's, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. it's not like going to, you know, uh, Casablanca and like, you know, you're going hanging out with, so yeah, or something, this is like, yeah, this is one thing I should remote say. Remote village. Yeah. I should say this about all these countries. Like there's a huge urban rural divide similar to what we have in this country. So yeah, you could go to an, an urban area in Morocco and pretty much have all of the amenities that you have here um, and not experience a huge culture shock um, yeah. because with just um, globalization and social media and technology, like the world is more similar. It's becoming more similar and you can have that comfort in a lot of different places. But when you go out to the village is where you really get like that cultural experience. You start to notice those things and yeah, you might experience, you know, do, do you seek shock those culture shocks? Do you like, do you want to experience that? Is that Yeah. Like I, I think I, the way I travel, like uh, I, I'll go do the touristy things. Like, you know, if it's like, Oh, we got to go see the pyramids. Like you're going to do that. Right. But I really, the things I remember are like trying to engage with people. It's been difficult during COVID, but like just being sitting around, like, I don't know, a group of men at a cafe and just watching how they interact or, you know, or, you know, um, you know, watching like mothers with their kids and just like seeing how like all these different relationships look uh, in different cultures and different places. Like it's fascinating, it's essentially just people watching, right? Like, I mean, at um, the time though, I remember that, um, you know, you make a really, you have a really good attitude about it uh, then and afterwards, but definitely you can kind of sense, like I've had a few phone calls with you while you're in the middle of either the Morocco situation, the Cleveland situation, or mm -hmm. like other ones where you're just like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know where my life is going. And like, sure. how much of it is like, you're just kind of throwing yourself into a situation and you're like, whatever happens, happens. And then being like, I don't know, like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Part of that is like, at least with the international stuff, it's like, we're grow we grow up thinking that we are like exceptional because we're American or something. Our our propaganda, our media teaches us that like we have something to offer the world. We need to give the world this and bring vaccines and, and, and money and, and investment. And it's like, when you go to a country, you have that like savior mentality, whether you try to or not in the beginning. Right. And then you have to realize like that, like this whole thing, like you're not special, like you're just, you're just having an experience, you know, it doesn't need to be anything specific. And I think the problem with the way I would travel in the beginning or move to different cities in the U S is I would ex have these expectations. Like I need to accomplish this, this, and this when really all I need to do is like absorb, you know, and mm. I've had the privilege of being able to live in places long enough to actually spend the time to just soak it up. Some people, they can only go for like two weeks, you know? Um, 
But, but was that freeing, like to kind of know that, hey, maybe I'm just like another person absorbing. Yeah, life. like you, you're not, you're not anything. You're just, you're just there, you know, and and you're just a part of it. And uh, you know, stop putting that pressure uh, on yourself. And you know, it 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 comes from. I don't want to say it comes from like arrogance, but it's just like how we're raised. Like I don't know, we're raised thinking it. You know, I feel like the can, absorbing is what makes you more wiser, though. Like yeah. because that's when you're able to like. It's like the equivalent life equivalent life experience equivalents of listening instead yeah. of talking. Well, yeah. also your experience is unique because um, I mean, not just to you, but where we grew up, uh, Riley and I, we have been childhood friends. We went to school together and um, in our town, there's, it's kind of like a, a, a rural farm kind of country, but it's like uh, everything like it's rural suburbia. suburban. Yeah. Yeah. But like, even with your family, you know, you ha- you, s- you mentioned you have uh, some of them from Louisiana. They have the kind of like Southern mentality. Sometimes you say like, oh, I'm going to this yeah. place and they'll warn you about all types of things. <laughs> um, right. But like, how do you uh, separate yourself from that and like grow that sort of curiosity for, I'm just going to go here regardless of like what your upbringing uh, is. Yeah, it just, it comes down to exposure. And like, once again, just the privilege of, being able to have that exposure. Like I've, I've tried to really think about that when dealing with like my relatives is like, there's that temptation, like, especially with our generation, because we have access to so much information, like you were saying Mm -hmm. to just like lecture older people and be like, that's racist. That's this. Um, And the reality is because of the sacrifices they made, I'm able to get exposed to all these different cultures and learn these things. So I can't just like lash out at them. I have to do it in a wiser way. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, I still have relatives that'll say, xenophobic things or, um, you know, like Islamophobic things, like, you know, for example, and not like my parents, for example, like they've, they're so close to me. They, they get it at this point. Right. But like uncles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be like, you know, instead of getting frustrated, you just say like, you have to no. speak their language. Yeah. You just say, no, no, actually this is, you this have to is be Islamophobic back. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you just, you just say, no, actually um, it's, it's funny you say that this is how it actually was. And you just, you just continue the conversation. You don't react to what they're saying. Cause I think a lot of times they're like kids, they're looking for a reaction. They make like a comment looking for me to, they know where I stand. They know what I believe in. And mm-hmm. a lot of times they're just trying to see if I'm going to take the bait. And I'm like, nope, I'm just going to tell you about my experience. I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to just totally blow off the fact that you're trying to get me to You say yeah. that like say they know where you stand. Do you think that like, is that similar to what your where you stood growing up or did that change through travel? Yeah. I mean, I would never like, because I don't know, growing up because I guess like we became friends, what, like high school, I would say. Right. Mm-hmm. So I got like exposure and not only to you, just, I mean, we even know Hartford County is what it is. You know, it's like, we got, we still got a decent amount of exposure at a, at a young enough age, but I would say growing up because of the time, especially we always talk about nine 11, right. Being such a formative, like event, um, for, for you, for, for any of us, right. Just whatever side of it you're on. Um, there was like always that underlying fear, right? We're getting all these movies coming out every every year about like terrorism and Clint, Mark Wahlberg Clint Eastwood and, <laughs> and the SEALs. And so like, I definitely would say that there was under, I remember being um, like Obama winning t- in 2008 and my mom and like me, I, I don't know, what was I in 2008? Like 13 or 12. Yeah. And like that fear of like, he might be a Muslim. Like, but like, 
what is that even like? That's so <laughs> ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Right. Yeah. But I remember having that, uh, like that feeling, not anything like overwhelming. Right. But so, yeah, it, like this is other thing, especially you got to watch with like, with white people, right? Especially the woke ones. Like they act like they were, they've always been there. The reality mm-hmm. is that most of us haven't like, and that's okay. Like yeah. how, how would we know any better until you get exposed? I yeah. think it's important to admit too. Like yeah, yeah, it yeah, might no. seem cooler to be that way, no. but I think that it's more relatable for other people. And if you really want other people to kind of absorb it, possibly other white people, yeah. then they should hear that like, okay, I stood on your side at one point, yeah, but yeah. I've grown in this way. Well, we also yeah. talk to our parents in the same way because they, you know, our communities, especially the elders, have their own set of like, you know, these beliefs that are totally ridiculous, as you were saying, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. about other races yeah. and um, our cultures, other cultures and how things should be and how you should be towards it. So uh, I think every, I mean, a lot of people have, you know, somebody that they're having to kind of, um, speak to in a certain way. Some people choose to be like, oh yeah, like uh, this is offensive for me to relate to. And some people are like, this is my reality and I love these people. Yep. And so we just have to, you know, get to a mutual understanding. Um, even with your friends though, right? Like when you come back, I'm always <laughs> kind of curious because it's like uh, your, your friend group uh, yeah. and I know like one of them. So I don't know if there's like other ones that you kind of go to, but yeah. um, they are definitely not on the same level as you. <laughs> when it comes to like travel and all of that stuff. So country you, music, they're on a different level though. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever feel like lonely as far as like your experiences and knowledge of everything? Cause not only do you travel a lot, yeah. but you know, a lot of like geography and yeah. Yeah. There's this joke amongst my friends, like that group of friends, Riley's always right. Cause I'm always trying to like, you know, Oh no, this is actually how it is. And I've, mm-hmm. I've pulled back on that. Right. Because the, once again, it's like that, you, I've been lucky to have experiences, but you can't just come back and expect everybody to to know, you know, what you've or seen what you've seen. And yeah, it's a bit uh, isolating. But at the same time, I have this this split value of like go out and experience the world, connect with people, but also don't burn the bridges with like where you came from, family, friends that have known you since you're small. Um, and a lot of that's being challenged right now, just the way that the country is, the way that the politics are. Um, I've struggled with it, but I really think that it's important that you try to maintain those relationships as long as it's healthy for you and and Mm -hmm, for them and you're doing it with the right intentions and everything. But I think it's easier for people to write you off if you burn off the bridges too. Like, Like, oh, you know, he's just like that. He kind of whatever had this Mm -hmm. blowout or whatever. Whereas if you're like level-headed enough, but we agree we're on different pages, slowly I feel like you inch towards, you know, both ways understanding. And like an example of that is I have one friend who you probably know who I'm thinking of, but he's like definitely um, more uh, like, you know, on the Trump Trump train, that kind of thing, right? Um, full MAGA. I've heard, yeah, yeah full, full MAGA. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard things that, you know, are concerning and, you know, I don't want to like throw, throw him under the bus. Right. But like, throw him under the ki- bus. kind of in that, kind of in that realm. Right. <laughs> oh, he's but, a nice and cool guy. Yeah. Like I follow him. I'm, right. But at the same time, I'm just making entertaining. It's like this, it's, it's like this disconnect. Yeah. I'm going to throw him under the bus. It's like, we're going to no. see each other out. He's going to be like, Hey, yo, I listen <laughs> to that. No. Um, you know, it, it's like, there's this disconnect between what, people say like, these are my views and then how they are person to person. And I really love putting them in that in-person situation, for example. So I've heard this person say things that you could classify as Islamophobic or xenophobic, right? But then I've 
because of you, like I got connected with IRC and I developed a relationship working with um, like, you know, refugees from Syria. And at one point um, they came over for dinner and when he was uh, one of my roommates and we had like the greatest dinner, all of, all of us, like the way they're connecting. He's super interested in like hearing their story and just like when it comes to that, that personal relationship with them, He's like, he's loving that. Also, like, you know the, what I mean? Also, it happens to me that that family is so nice. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. yeah. Kids. Yeah, yeah. That if anybody were to like meet them, you, all of your phobias are going to go away. <laughs> Did he throw his hat away exactly. What? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I stole it out of his room. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, it's like if I told that guy to like F off or whatever, like he would have never had that experience. Like, yeah. And, and I was really like happy to see that he, he might never say any, he might never say it out loud. Right. Yeah. But I saw it like, it's like, it's done. Like I, I've seen the the needle move and that's, that's important. Gross. And, and I mean, uh, we also like people will say often like, Oh, like if you voted for this person, like just delete me and all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's for us and particularly me, that's everybody that like I grew up around. A lot of our friends, it's not just him. Yeah. And he's a great guy and he has awesome interests and like yeah, yeah. does really cool things. It's a lot of people. And if I were to have gotten rid of all of them or said anything, yeah. um, it would actually screw me because me maintaining those relationships is what uh, either uh, prevented them from going to like a really bad next step yeah. or when it came time to stand up for somebody or something, they were like, you know what? There is this one guy or this one family. Mm-hmm. And so you can't, and you're that for a lot yeah. of people because you have friends or, uh, you know, you've been to places that, yeah. you know, have stuck with you. And so for that reason, somebody might be like, you know what, like Riley <laughs> has said this or has Well, this it's this. like the thing that really gets me is like when people make comments about like the Arab world, for example, just being dangerous, like, oh, don't die or something like that. And it's like, how many consecutive months or years do I need to like live in a place for you to be like, Oh, okay. It's safe. Are you just going to keep going back to like what the news is telling you? Or are you going to actually, <laughs> you actually have a friend who's physically there and I could like call you on FaceTime and I could show you around the neighborhood. Like, I mean, and you, you can tell me like, you know what I mean? I mean, you do keep your family and friends heartbeats up because you love to choose Islamic countries and Muslim <laughs> friends. There you go. Yo, he but li- they give, I'm telling you, like it's the best hospitality. It's like the, you know, it works. Yeah. It's good. Let's, let's get into that because uh, it was funny when the pandemic hit, everybody is locking down. Yeah. And even us, like we were, you know, like, Oh, is, is, this is serious and stuff. Uh, Riley Battaglia says, I'm, out of here. I'm out. <laughs> and I'm going to go travel at, to as many places as I can. Wait, During so- the whole pandemic? Mm-hmm. Well, I, as soon as you heard mm-hmm. the pandemic was happening, like, were you just like, I'm leaving? No, it's not. I mean, yeah, it kind of sounds cool. And anyway, I don't know if it sounds cool. <laughs> I think it sounds like, screw this Let guy. Let me hype like, you up, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, the, the timing is weird. I'll try to be brief. Like, so around the, before the pandemic, like I had this huge, like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And I started to like, I didn't know where I was going, but I was just kind of like thinking on it, you know, praying, meditating, that kind of thing. And I was like, all right, I don't know what I'm doing yet, but I know that I need to like get rid of stuff so I can like be more mobile, have the ability oh, to get out right. of here. You were trying to be um, minimalist. minimalist. Yeah, sell my mm. stuff and just prepare to to be able to hit the road. This is before like COVID was even ah, a thing. That's why the fanny pack you brought today makes sense. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Right he has. Yep. It's in all there. in there. It's all in there. Like all your I got a placement. This yep. is water. 
All your clothes um, are in the week? Easily. Um, <laughs> I just wear the same thing every day. No, um, can I open it? Um, yeah, yeah, we can get okay, in so there. So you brought a fanny pack that yeah. everyone really likes. I've like been yeah. so interested and Look, intrigued. Like, it's a you, high you go ahead. It looks yeah. like a fanny pack. But, okay. uh, he said that he was right about what's in there. So yeah, it's a Nike fanny pack. Uh, no, it looks really well made. But okay, so this is a this is currency <laughs> from Tunisia. This is a dinar. Do you want a gift? I don't know. I, I have a How few can you more. Tell what's heads or tails? It's actually illegal to export currency from Tunisia. So if you're watching this in Tunisia, it's probably a banned you, video. You go to jail or executed? This is half. Um, Would you go to jail or executed? No, I think it's pretty faded. Think, That's what um, you. Okay. What else you got in there, um, Riley? You don't have one currency. The bag is heavy. <laughs> I've got my That's, dad's okay. keys. What is up with parents always having like a million keys on the thing, right? Like that's crazy. And they're always shuffling yeah. through it. Crazy. So you got uh, rid of your car too. I've got this is a, a heavy coin. This is my travel journal. I actually brought it because I take notes and I was like, if there's take something I should what? talk about, just things that happen. But like I'm life keep stories that. and stuff for what? Yep, yep, yep. I think when you write stuff down, like we were talking about writing in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. So I write, we can look at my handwriting by the way too. That's good. Um, I told you you need disturbed. to document it somehow. So Couple that's good. Airline tickets. I think this is a COVID test. Oh. Okay, so- Sorry. You you weren't um This is from Dr. Rahal. He's my doctor. That and, sounds brown. Uh, is my WhatsApp doctor. Uh, literally a WhatsApp doctor. And what's a WhatsApp docter? A doctor you know on WhatsApp. <laughs> Wait, so he did how do you get tested over WhatsApp? <laughs> yeah. So you just get the guy's WhatsApp and you call him and you hope <laughs> he speaks enough English or or vice versa. And um And then they write you a like they uh, send someone note? Is that a fake? No, Riley, Riley went full immigrant. No, they, <laughs> it's like, I know a guy. They yeah, send someone. Me a pass. They send. They send a guy in like a beat up sedan to dude, your residence. Yeah, here. I mean it's documents, dude. Documents. I just got back for travel and Look, stuff. They had my okay. name as Rilari. I think so how, this is a French. How do you know how to do all this stuff? Like, okay, honestly, just like in this case, friends. Like, I had a friend, and the friend was like, "Yep, this is who you need to call." It goes back to just making friends. <laughs> like, so I, they're like, "Oh, you need to do this to get here. You need to take this yeah, document, this test." Yeah. Do you sit down with like people and you're like, okay, so what's the lowdown? Or you're like step by step, like I need a doctor, I need this, like, and then just try to go one day by day. Yeah, I shamelessly just like hit people up once I make connections with people. I'm like, hey, who's your dentist? Like, I went to see the dentist uh, last week in Tunisia. She was great, better than my dentist. Oh, in, I would in not. Do you trusted that? <laughs> she was. Like, yeah, she took out five teeth. Like, it's, it's fine. probably Yo, cheaper she, too. She do you was, have dental insurance over there? Um, I, I, I do. Uh, I, I still paid like 50 US. I don't know if that's oh, a lot. Dang, 50 scared. US? Yeah. No, yeah. 50 yeah. US for what? For the whole thing, the whole point. But you got like teeth removed she got, and stuff? No, she, she did the cleaning. And <laughs> I was she, like, you need to no. let me know about that doctor. Yeah, yeah, I'd be yeah. paying too much money over here. Amber flies to Tunisia. It's cheaper than going to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> it's lovely. Honestly, I was freaking her out because I take aspirin because I had heart surgery. And uh, every time I'm spitting up, I'm like spitting up cups of blood from like when they're picking out my teeth because oh, I have blood, blood thinners. thinners. Yeah. And she's like, am I hurting you? And are you okay? And I'm like, you know, like, look like a vampire. Like I'm coughing up blood. And uh, no, I was like, no, I would be scared great. about the hygiene. That's the main thing about. Oh no, man. Like they're great. State of the art. Well, you have a lot of confidence. Mm. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> that couldn't be me. I went to when a- we had the person who's been to every country, isn't mm-hmm. Tunisia where he bought land? And Yo, like has like Tanzania. Oh, yeah. My bad. It would have been Tanzania. Tanzania. Wait, so okay, on the pandemic thing real quick, like when when did you decide like I want to go travel and where'd you go? What was the first place you went? Turkey. Turkey. Mm. Yep. Sultan Erdogan. So it didn't scare mm. you at all that like you don't know what's about to happen and you were just like Why Turkey? Turkey at the time was the only um 
like open country without like restrictions. It was still when you could like <laughs> <Okay>. not, <laughs> you could not get. So you were not scared of the pandemic no. at all. He's like, let me um, just go head and first. Actually, my, my friend here, like who, who I mentioned before, like he lived there before he came to the US. So he had some family there. He knew some places to go stay. He was like recommending it. Um, and so I knew that I would have sort of that connection there and I could link up with them. But like no and fear of pandemic. No. <laughs> Am I allowed well, to ask if he caught COVID? You only recently <laughs> no, got- No, I never, never caught COVID. Wait, Dang. really? Okay. You, you only you recently got um, sure his mask? vaccinated anyways, right? Like yeah, I got you the, were, Johnson. the whole time he was there, like- You had Johnson? Yeah. All right, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, I got a picture on my phone. You should have seen me after the Johnson. Like it was, it was terrible. I thought really? you were anti-vaxxing for a while. I wasn't anti-vaxxing. Like you can't get it if you're out of the US. You have to come back. I right. thought about it. Because I remember asking you, you were like, eh. Yeah, I mean like, it, but then I'm like thinking well, about- Well, he, he traveled the world and didn't oh, no. get it. So at that point, yeah. like I would be like, yeah, I'm superhuman. Yeah, and it's like, it, it's not only like, you know, some people are like, oh, I was asymptomatic. Like, no, I, I didn't get it. Mm. I'm pretty, I've, I get tested so often. Mm. Like, I, I just like, I'm like, no way. Like I didn't get it. Um, were you super cautious like around like people Were you like always wearing your mask like are you like oh I'm traveling the world like you know people are sometimes very touchy well to be honest when you're when you're gone like there's not the temptation to do all these social engagements because I don't have all these friends that are like oh let's go do this like or family family events or things so you do spend more time isolated but at the same time like I was cramming into subway cars in like Cairo, one of the most crowded cities in the world. And like old men are coughing on you and people aren't wearing masks and stuff like that. So it, it's hard to tell, but I, I would say overall, like I, I try to be cautious. Yeah. When you were in Turkey. Um, oh, this is my map. Yeah. This mask is from Cairo off of the street. This oh, it's the same one? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. So, so maybe I'm not cautious. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got, I get the black no, mask. That probably has other diseases. On yeah. The I get the black one so you can't see the dirt. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's and, got to COVID-20 on smart. it. That's <laughs> smart. Yeah. yeah. Right. Support, right. support your local mask dealer. Seriously. Nice. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Um, what was the thing that happened in Turkey where like you were supposed He's to- He's like, this one's from like another country. This is this is from my friend Raseem. Shout out Raseem. This is a great guy. He used it on his Shout pants. Yeah. Raseem's got a lot of masks. <laughs> yeah, you were stopped by like- These um, aren't cloth masks, by the way. They're yeah, literally the, disposable, the disposable masks. Ones. Yeah, but look at that. That's icy. Okay. So, oh, I'm showing it to the Zoom. I'm like- <laughs> No, I'm trying to ask you about that uh, incident that happened at like one of the oh. close to the border of Turkey. Yeah. You mean the border of Syria? Or was Syria. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What happened? You were just trying to see a spot that like, yeah, people you don't usually go to. You know, like there are times I'm not one of those. Um, I don't know what do you call them? Danger porn YouTubers, like people who go to like, oh, yeah. yo, I'm in Kabul, most dangerous like, place most dangerous. in Pakistan. <laughs> I'm, I'm in Somalia. I didn't die today. What's up? You know, like follow, subscribe. You know, I'm not one of those people because I think that's annoying. But um, I was traveling with a with a colleague and friend and. He, he knows his stuff and we're in Turkey. We're in like near Istanbul, but he's like, look, when we need to go for like a week or two to the Southern like border region, there's these three towns. One's called uh, Gaziantep, one's called uh, Orfa and one's called Mardin. And they're all along the border with Syria. And they're historically um, part of that Sham like Arab region, but they've just been absorbed into Turkey. He wanted to go because of the food, the people speak Arabic, this kind of stuff. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Um, I was a bit concerned that like, you know, the U.S. customs would be mean to me when I came back about it, but I wasn't really, I, I trusted him. Like he was like, it's fine. You know, it's, well, it's, you don't, it's like, yeah. did you have to have anything like your passport or anything there? 
Yeah. So why mean, would the U.S. Customs? Like, I mean, when you come back, they ask you like where you've been, and yeah, I, I tell the truth, and then the, <laughs> Riley. You know, like, <laughs> Riley. Yeah, yeah. It's probably a lot I, easier for you though. Like, what were you doing in Turkey? I was at a Taylor Swift concert. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? No, it's like they know what's up. Um, but yeah, like, um. White privilege was revoked for a minute there. I got a little scared, but anyway, I'll I'll get back to that. So, um, we're we're going along the border, these different towns, and he's right. Like the food is better. Like it's just it's just really incredible experience. The history, some of the oldest civilizations, like you know, like Ibrahim uh, or Abraham, like the prophet. Yeah, I like went to like where he lived, like his village, oh, like wow. some of the oh, oldest crazy. oldest places, and people don't go there because they're afraid, you know, mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, and yeah, so just so happened that the day that we were like doing a tour of different areas that were pretty much along the Syrian border um, was the same day that some, I guess, militant groups put out a threat on American citizens in Turkey. And then whenever that happens, like even if it's like some kid calling, prank calling, they send out all the security forces. It's crazy. They had checkpoints when we were coming back in. Our driver was this Kurdish guy. And then you got two guys in the back. Like you got me, um, you know, this like white dude from the US who speaks a tiny bit of Arabic. And you got a Canadian guy who's like Palestinian. He's rocking the kafio in his head. God bless him. You know, he's really, in, he's really passionate. But I'm like, dude, we might want to take that off. I don't know how the police go here, but he's, he's loving it. And we get pulled over and our driver's like really sweating it. He's like, look, I really need this job. You know, what, what's up? He, he was asking us if we were like CIA or Mossad because it's like a pandemic. Damn. It's like, what are you doing Damn. on the border of Syria during a pandemic? Like, oh, you're coming for the food? Like, they're like, <laughs> like, like, like I'm a minimalist a, American. Stupid, I'm just trying to explore. It's like stupid explore. story. Like, I they, hate Yeah. So, so like we get out of the car and there's like three young women in like plain clothes and they don't even look Turkish. Like they look like from all over the place and they're wearing like sunglasses. So I don't know. I thought they were just also pulled over because there's some uniformed police officers. And then one of them turns to me and just starts like firing off questions. Like, where are you from? What are you doing here? What's your job? I realize they're like some kind of secret police or whatever. In, um, in English? Yeah, in English, perfect English. Okay. Like they were like, you know, just questioning us and uh, asking for our papers and this and that. And they held us for like a few minutes, but we ended up going back and then we we saw it turn on the news and we saw the- the um, Yourself. Yeah, no, we saw the- <laughs> The, 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 the threat <laughs> The threat was like- Claims he was there for food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like- it's crazy. Like people, yeah, it was just like weird timing. Of course, my family's calling me like, literally my dad was like, yo, I saw this thing about Turkey. Like, where are you? And I'm like, oh, don't worry. I'm on like the Syrian border, I think. And he's like, oh, great. Like that makes me feel better. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, um, so like, do you, do you try to like hold those types of stories back or like sugarcoat them a little bit? Um, I mean, that's a pretty big scare. Usually I don't say until after the fact. Okay. Like, yeah, I usually just wait and say after we get back, you know? Yeah. Um, Craziest, I'll tell one one more story about this. Um, so the driver we had was this Kurdish guy named Ekrem and he's really, really smart. He's an educator, just another person that's been suffering from the pandemic, a guy that would probably be taking busloads of people on tours. But, you know, he stuck with me and my, my friend um, and we kind of just had a coffee with him. We got connected with him through the tourism ministry and we were just negotiating like a cash price basically for him to drive us to see what we wanted to see and be our guide for the day. Um, and this is along those border regions. He, he seemed fine to me. He seemed really nervous to talk to us cause it seemed like he really wanted the job. 
And my friend did not trust him. He's like, I don't trust this guy. He's being weird. He's trying to show us like his papers. Like, I think there's something up. So he tells his, he texts his brother in the morning and he's like, look, this is the guy we're going with. This is the information. If something happens to us. Um, so he was a little bit freaked out, I guess. So we're driving uh, after seeing a couple of things, we're driving on a road that is literally like on the border. Um, and this is on the border with towns where they've, you know, people pass over to go when they were fighting and stuff like that. And he like creepily says, as we're driving on this road, looking at the border fence, he's like, all right, guys. He's like, I've got a surprise for both of you. And he like says it like in a really weird way. And me Stop. and me and my friend look at each other and we had that look like, all right, this is it, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he hits something on his radio and he turns it up and it, he's playing uh, Hotel California by oh the Eagles. My he gosh. goes, oh, I love this song. And he's like, isn't it so great? And so now every time I, we thought we were going to be sold into like slavery or something, but- <laughs> You just think just, of Hotel California. Yep. Every time we hear that song, I'm like, think of this. Maybe Syrian he wanted boardroom. to show you because you're the only ones that would know it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a rendezvous. Like he was like, all right, you're going to go in this van now and people aren't going to hear you. That was the only time he freaked me yeah. out because the way he said it. Because sometimes yeah. like I'll have cousins or friends like uh, anytime we go to Pakistan, it'll be like like one of my cousins, um, he'll get really excited. He'll be like, so like, what do you think about like Megan Fox or something? <laughs> <laughs> and just like six years later, like he's been yeah. like almost as if he's been waiting for somebody who can, yeah. who, who he can talk to yeah. about something yeah. that's like, over or there. like they'll bring up Justin Bieber yeah, as yeah, like yeah. the yeah. biggest star. The thing with men that I've noticed is they always want to tell me about, especially drivers. They always have some like fling or fling they thought they had with a, foreign girl, maybe not always American, maybe British or something. And they want to tell me all about her and ask me for advice. And I'm like, you're yeah. asking the wrong guy. <laughs> was, wait, real quick. Who was the, um, the people that like, they would put on um, some videos on the TV of girls and you were like, oh, this is what they do for fun. What do you mean? It was, you were telling me about some, like you, you'd be there and then they would say like, hey, Riley, check this out. What do you think? And it was something about like American mm. girls that were doing something. Oh, Jessica, I think was her name. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, about when yeah. I was hanging out with Syrian people. I guess yeah, so. Yeah, so I was hanging out with my, my friends, like brothers, and they're like, do you know this girl? Her name, do you know Jessica? And I'm like, oh, I don't know, Jessica Simpson, <laughs> or like, I don't know who yeah. they're talking yeah. about. But Jessica is just like Jessica, this random white girl on YouTube who like talks about like eating lunch and doing makeup. She's like oh, she's a, just a YouTuber. vlogger, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're like, this is Jessica. Isn't she so beautiful? And I, I guess she is, I don't know. That's funny. Um, but they were like, they're like, yo, Jessica. They're obsessed with her. Like, do you know Jessica? I was like, no, I don't. Well, know. speaking of Jessica, um, you've traveled all like all these countries and stuff like that. You, you write like, you know, your travels and stuff. Why don't you vlog this, all this? Yeah, this is a good question. And it's something that I struggle with because I love the vlog game. Vlogs inspire me to do some of these things. I've talked about that. I just have to get over, and you probably understand this more than anybody, get over that fear of like having the, like acting natural in front of the camera. Like, I don't know. I feel like some of the situations I'm going into, if I come you in with a camera. You don't want to do camera. You just want to be like, film your yeah. experience. Is it weird for you're saying for the people around you when you have the camera or like you think you're not being authentic to the camera? More for like the people around me. I'm thinking about in some of the countries like you can get like in Egypt, for example, if you take a picture of like Tahrir Square, the police will come out of nowhere and like, you know, make you delete it off your phone or to, like Why? They, there are a lot of laws. Um, 
That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I want to ask, uh, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to get down that road, but anyway, um, they, you know, that's the thing. Like I, I have to recognize that I'm somewhat ignorant in that regard and I would want to do more research. Um, whereas like if, if I had been living somewhere for like two months, got to know the people, been able to communicate on a level where like I'm able to basically ask for consent and stuff. I think I would start vlogging more. Um, We've had a lot of these conversations, by the yeah. way. Like, I, I think since you started yeah. um, going places, I've been asking you like, bro, how are you documenting this? How are you documenting yeah. this? And I remember one of the things that you know made sense that you said was like, sometimes you see those travel vloggers and it just seems so like fake and for their yeah. audience where mm. they don't even know. Like I've seen a few of them where they're in a place where I can recognize either like, uh, Arab kids or like Desi kids yeah. and they're yeah. like clowning the person yeah. and he's mm-hmm. like oh like look at the kids oh they love the camera and they're like literally like who is this guy yeah, like, it'll be like yeah. slow-mo shots they probably like force the kids to like run this yeah, way and yeah. direct it it's different too when you're white at the end of the day. Like it is, it's just like, I mean, I had kids like swarming me at, at the pyramids cause I thought they just thought I was cool or had a well, cool you haircut. Had a, you had a soccer jersey It was on. a soccer jersey. So they dude. probably thought that you were like a famous was, football player. I was bragging to my coworkers. I was like, yo, the kids love me. Like I, I, I run Cairo, like, you know, <laughs> I run Cairo. and I'm a three. Like I'm like starting to speak like, you know, Egyptian yeah. and stuff. I'm like getting excited. And then I realized it's just the jersey. They were just hyped to see a white guy repping yeah. Uh, they were like, oh, that's great. It's weird. But- I don't know if it's just like, um, just you knowing more, like saying more cultural things and speaking certain things, but like, you don't even seem white to me anymore in the way that like- <laughs> I don't seem way- white to the US government anymore. <laughs> in the way the rest of my white friends are. Cause yeah. also like your hair texture has changed, which yeah. is really weird. <laughs> that's I'm not even kidding. Wild. I'm not even kidding. Do you, do you, you speak straight? Bro. When you get and scrubbed, when you get scrubbed by another man, things change. Like things change. <laughs> like it's, it's all scrubbed. What do you mean? Like the skin is coming off of your body. Did you get a, um, the like Korean bat scrub? I definitely not, was not Korean, but, but it yeah, was something. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's like, like those. The, um, the ba- they have the, the thing. It's called like a kissel or something. It's mm. it's one of those really core, like rough, um, scrubby things, and it's designed to literally rip your skin off. Like yeah. it is. That sounds so um, fun. And they always make fun, fun of me for how dirty yeah. I am. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. Yeah, I had this it feels guy. Really good. I'm sure. I, this guy like str- like they they sit behind you and straddle you and they like spread you out and they they literally just like scrape it all off you and <laughs> because I don't do that normally as you can imagine there's a lot and they always make sure to tell you that there's a lot except this last time the guy didn't tell me but he told my friend behind my back which hurt even more <laughs> he was like he was like hey man like you're good I can do an extra shampoo for you because it wasn't that much work but your friend yo he was like crazy like uh, they were speaking in French so I didn't know what they were talking about but that my friend told me afterwards that he was like dude you're pretty grimy that's crazy <laughs> yeah sorry is it, how do you get to like trust people? That's my, like one of my main things is like, you get, especially when people can see you're foreign, um, mm. you get scammed and all of that. Like, yeah. how are you uh, I do navigating get, that? I do get scammed sometimes. Yeah. Do you know when you're getting scammed? Yeah. Sometimes you know it and you're like, and you're stuck in it and you just have to, you're thinking of your exit strategy. Like the first day I got to Tunis, this guy like did the fake, like bump into me. Oh, let me show you around my city. And I just like, 
was like kind of like flustered and I just couldn't think about how to get out of it. Sounds like taken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. He's like, he wasn't as he you wasn't as cute. From Liam Neeson. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> I'm coming. And yeah, when that happens, so like when that's happening, I'm just being more aware. I'm like kind of like watching around, okay, is this like part of a thing? You know, I know it's happening, but um you're you also know, very nice. Yeah, that's the problem is I smile a lot and make a lot of eye contact and that's bad. You don't do that in um in like the in other places like when especially when you're like a target for scams like you got to be kind of rude to be honest like that's what my local friends tell me they're like mm-hmm. you have to be like you know straight face you have to like yeah. do things that you're like uncomfortable with like even yeah. in like um Paris they were like wear your backpack backwards yeah. Oh, yeah. like yeah. wear it to the front and I was like what? I always do that mm-hmm. when I'm traveling like I heard that was a thing afterwards but I was like mm-hmm. I don't care I'm just going to Put my backpack in the, to the front. front. The worst yeah. is the kids. The kids are really and the and like the old ladies and the old men. Like it's always the elderly and the kids and the but the kids. You know because I teach kids because I work with kids and I know they're like BS. Like I don't really fall for it as much as like. But the old people is like kind of a weak spot for me. Um, but the kids, you know, they come up, they get right on your hip, and they're like hitting your leg. You know, amo, amo, amo. Like they're like calling you uncle and and asking <laughs> for money and. And they'll follow you, man. They're like, they're, they will follow you, you know, for a while. And, um, that's, that's sometimes tough, but you have to understand, like a lot of the time they're just going to take that and go deliver it to their boss around the corner or something like that. But it's totally up to you. Like you shouldn't feel bad. I think some people, they feel bad. Oh, I got scammed or I got this. You have to understand if someone's willing to do that in the first place, like they probably need the money. Like it's, it's not the end of the world if you lose a couple bucks here and there. Um, yeah, I always say like poverty in other countries is very different than poverty in America yeah, where it's yeah. just like, uh, yeah. there's no systems set yeah. up. For, yeah. There's a whole underground scheme and like- um, Like in America, you're not really poor for, for what poor is. You can yeah, get, you can get government always, assistance. Yeah, mm. always. There's a lot of ways around it. In yeah. certain countries, if you're poor, it means you literally live yeah. on the street. Yeah. It means you literally have to try to find food. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Uh, um, I wanted to ask, like, so you get, you, people want to like scam you when they see you, you know, people Sometimes, are, yeah. are excited that you, maybe you're from America. Like, yeah. um, do you ever get like hate stares? Like, oh, why is he here? Like, uh, as a <laughs> white person or American? Not that I noticed. See, this is a thing, right? Like my uncle the other day, I was telling you, he's like, I got to be careful over there. They, they hate us. So I was like, no, they really like me. I don't know. Um, no, they're like super hype. And even like a, a, a good example, right? Uh, I was in Tunisia during, um, you know, the stuff that broke out between, um, you know, with, with Israel and Palestine and there's people out on the streets, they're angry. You know, you would think, well, if you tell them you're from America and we're funding all this, this stuff that's happening, they're going to be, angry. but they're like, no, they, they, people are smarter than that. They separate, I mean, not always, you can't generalize, but usually they separate the person from uh, the government or from the issue. And and I'm really grateful for that. It's just been my experience so far. Yeah. I do recognize that somebody somewhere might not be as forgiving or as um, patient, but that- no, I, I honestly get treated um, really well. And case yeah. in point, I would like to share another story if I may. And I'll be, <laughs> um, and this, this one really bothered me and it really, uh, it just highlights where we're at once again in, in the world is like when I went to Tunisia, the, most of this year I've been traveling with a coworker of mine. Um, great guy. We basically linked up in Turkey. We just have similar interests. Um, 
And he's been like a lifeline, like showing me a lot of these things. I wouldn't have gone to Southern Turkey. I wouldn't have gone to these places in Egypt had I not connected with this guy. And so um, we both work for the same organization. He's got a Canadian citizenship for 20 years, um, but he, he has Palestinian heritage. Never been to Palestine, by the way, born in Kuwait, but never been to Palestine. When we were traveling in Egypt, like he was constantly being like harassed by like police, uh, not constantly, but like when we came into the airport, th- you know, well, they see me, white American, boom, stamp the passport, welcome to Egypt. They see him. It's like, where are you from? Where is your father from? Where is so your like father's Egyptian father from? People. Yes, this is our Arabs doing this to other Arabs. Um, and then when we went to um, Tunisia, um, I go through the line, we get off the plane, we have all our COVID stuff. I'm waiting at the luggage thing. The guy is not coming through. And I, I already knew, like I knew that, that this wasn't good. It was 25 minutes. I got on like some airport Wi-Fi. He's like, dude, just go like, they're not going to let me through. And he can't really explain he's being detained. Um, and, uh, you know, it's crazy. Like, I'm like, all right, fine. I'll just go. Like I'll ask later by the time we were able to catch up, uh, he was back in Cairo. They put him back on the plane. They deported him. Uh, they told him that, Oh, it was because of COVID. We can't let you in, but they let me walk in like three people in front of him. Mm -hmm. And it, came down to, he started, he spoke in Arabic with them. They realized he was Palestinian. Um, it was like the beginning of Ramadan and they were like, there's no reason for you to be here. It's Ramadan. It's COVID. You don't need to be here. Why are you here? Meanwhile, they're flying Palestinian flags and they're saying, we stand with Palestine. They literally just mm. booted a guy from the country because he's Palestinian. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's no other excuse. They can say what they want, but like, that's it. Unless he's got a double life, you know, that I don't know about. Like maybe he is in the Mossad. I don't know. Like, you know, right. but yeah. Yeah, that's wild. And and you know? people people bring that hypocrisy up a lot. And, you know, for you to see that, that's really insane that like somebody that you literally work with mm-hmm. that is Canadian. Canadian citizen. Let's be very clear. Like usually the, there is harassment, but it stops when you show them the passport. passport like yeah. Yeah. Right. that passport has a lot of privilege. And even on that day, it did not work. And that's the thing. Like, this stuff runs deep. When I see this stuff on social media and everything and people are like, There's, it's so complex and this and that. It is, but sometimes it really isn't. Sometimes it is that black and white. Like I walked in, three people in front of him, like the, the customs officer didn't say a word. It was a stamp, welcome to Tunisia. Not even anything about a quarantine, nothing. Him, they were trying to get thousands out of him on a hotel quarantine. He said he would do it. He called the bluff. He was like, I'll do it. And they were like, no, actually, we don't want you to come at all. Like they, they thought that would be enough to get him to just go yeah. on his own. But, you know, he's stubborn, you know, that's how that, you know, and, and it's crazy. So when people make that comment, like, oh, are you welcome in that country? I'm like, yeah, like, and that privilege goes a long way. And it's even like, it's that kind of internalized racism or whatever you want to call it. It's really sad. Um, mm. But it's a hell of a story. I don't know. With uh, the work, right? I think it's really cool that, um, a lot you live a lot of people's dream as far as like totally remote and you can travel the world while getting paid yeah um because of your work sure what it, what is it exactly that um the school that like um it's like a traveling school right yeah so i it's mean it's supposed to be yeah yeah so and normally it's like it's kids from all over the world that can apply high school age um you go to the school, it's called Think Global School. You can look it up. I'll do a plug there. Um, but um, you can apply to go there. And the idea is like, 
hands-on project-based learning that has to do with these different locations around the world. So you're not they only- They all fly together or something? Well, they, they're all coming from different locations, but they eventually will meet in this one location and we'll have like a term that lasts about two months. And there's mm-hmm. like four terms throughout the year. And so they get breaks. It's like a year round school. They get breaks in between. Um, and it's, you know, it's pretty intense when we're there, but they get the breaks in between. Um, it's like they're getting that exposure of like going to a school with people from all over the world. So they're getting that cultural experience. And then they're getting the experience of like being in a country that they're, mm-hmm. that they're not from. It, so it's it, like, they still get like the high school credits and stuff like, like it's basically yeah. high school just traveling yeah. while doing it. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, it's founded, um, uh, by a woman a number of years back who, who did it for her son. She wanted her son to experience the world and get this hands-on education. And then she just decided to continue it. Um, and so they give scholarships and this and that. And it's such a fire idea. Um, yeah. 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 It's, it's a crazy thing and it doesn't sound real. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, it I, really doesn't. People are like, what do you do for work? And they're like, oh, that sounds like a, like a cover Scam. for, uh, I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. Pyramid scheme? <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> we actually had a, one of my coworkers, she, she tells that story, like her first day, like they basically were like, you know, meet us here in this city in England and we'll pay you back when you get there. And she thought it was a scam. Like, but it's, it's not, it's real. I yeah. mean, I haven't gone anywhere person with them yeah but you had oh, so you um, work with them online right now like on zoom because well, covid covid right. happened yeah so you were traveling but the school was not <laughs> yeah it was like a great story for u.s customs when i got back they're like so you work for a traveling school that's not traveling but you're traveling and of all the places you decided to travel it was the border with syria and you went for an undefined amount of time they're like that's not a good enough story and i was like oh no here's my card <laughs> how long did it take to get through u.s customs they don't honestly like i'm so dramatic it took like still like 20 30 minutes you know <laughs> i told some of my like uh other friends that have actually been detained i was like yeah i was detained and they're like bro how long was it like two hours four hours like oh 20 minutes they're like, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> they're yeah, like my cousin held like, up for nine hours one time yeah exactly yeah. like yeah it's just, i couldn't handle it. it it shook me you know i was like oh man <laughs> i had to d- deal with this you know i was like well when you're used to like just I going through privilege. even even for like us if i've never been stopped like i'm blessed yeah 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 it's because even even it's because my american passport (laughs) i was gonna say my my name is not like someone that stands out like shah he doesn't have khan muhammad Muhammad, Muhammad, none of that all three of my brothers my my dad and both my brother's names are muhammad khan oh yeah you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) yep you're done yeah but but like i'm used to just even seeing huge lines um and then seeing a side that says like U.S. and then the other one, everything else yeah. is yeah. insane. Like, yeah. that's so crazy. The only place I think we'd face trouble is India, which, oh. which uh, you, it doesn't you matter. To India? You, no, no, no. Oh. If we ever wanted to, mm-hmm. I have a lot of like friends and family that either want to go to Pakistan or India that are from the opposite place. Mm-hmm. Which would be so fire to be able to go to each other's country to, easily. Yeah. I would love to, but the thing is, the U.S. passport doesn't matter in that instance because they want to know <laughs> where your where, grandparents are yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. same thing. Well, as I mean, I was even born there, so That's it's true. It's probably not even possible for me. But even for people who are born in America, whose parents might be even born in America, yeah, you're right. They want to know like where was your grandfather born? Yeah, yeah. It, they say that. Yeah. That's crazy. That's what sucks. Um, on the on the school thing, um, it was really cool because you actually had me uh do a yeah. a guest presentation. They love you. Which was awesome. Um, but like when I was in there, we did it over Zoom and my thing was about like media um and how to have purpose in Dude, you didn't get Jessica on? 
Yeah, yeah dude, what the heck? <laughs> Jessica, if you're out there, Jessica, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't even the, know what Jessica's last name is. I like, know, it's just Jessica from- <laughs> But if Jessica is as famous as they say she is, there should only be one Jessica. So Jessica <laughs> on YouTube, it's like, you have it's like a lot Borat of fans. It's like the thing where he's just like, I have to find Pamela. And it's Pamela yeah. Anderson and like all it's that. creepy the way they watch her just talk. She's just talking about nothing. And I'm like, guys, like <laughs> take a break, like get, get a drink of water or something. Like, you know, like stretch Dead. or something. Like well, they are thirsty. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're so used to seeing diversity. Yeah. And yeah. in a place where you're not, like I'm telling no, you, all my family's, even like when we go over there, we stand out. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. And so it's, it's weird. But I was going to say, it was awesome to see that like all of the kids were from different countries and all of that. And I feel like that's so healthy and good for them to like learn. And like, as you've said, like just absorb each other. Because I think about something like an accent, right? Where if you grew up in America, like if anybody has slightly a funny accent, um, it's over. Like people are not able to get over that. I remember like as a kid, just being insecure and all of that, um, in, I guess in elementary school, I had a little bit of an accent, but then my parents, like bringing friends home, like I was just scared that they were going to comment about that. And sometimes they did. Yeah. And I was just like, it it would literally just make me so nervous that like, I'm going to get made fun of and all of that. But for these kids, you know, just being open uh, to each other, like that's never going to be an issue for them uh, growing up yeah. because they're just used to it. Yeah, and I mean, like, well, you still have the accent thing. There's actually one of our uh, Indian students actually okay. very self-conscious about it. But the other two are like, yeah, it's like whatever. Tell him to do a British accent. It completely masks it. It, ma- it really. Yeah, yeah it yeah, completely yeah. masks well, it. He, he mastered the, like, by the time I got there, he already mastered, like, the uh, the American accent. Like, he sounds, wow. you can't tell, but he told me that in the past, like, he really struggled with it and it really bothered him. And it's like, once again, like, internalizing those stereotypes about Indian people or whatever, you know. Um, well, I think also it's one of those things where like certain accents, they just, it doesn't matter what happens. Certain accents Nobody seem thinks coolers. that a Desi accent is sexy. Like nobody's ever going to say I that. Mean, it, depends how, it depends on your voice too. <laughs> Riley, you trying to say something? No, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't you, know. Have, I, you, have I, you heard I'm a brown saying accent is, I'm saying is, I don't know. I, don't, <laughs> I feel like if you saw, because you we're used to seeing um, like, in movies and stuff, a really hot character mm-hmm. yeah. uh, or actor and actress with a certain accent. But whenever it's an Indian or a Mexican or something, yeah. it's always like some short fat dude or it's like some, you know. I don't know. Because not- even the hot guys in Bollywood movies, they be saying some things <laughs> and then you're like, that's so cringy. Yeah. Like cringy coming out your different. mouth. Cringy is, is different. It, is it only cringy to you or is it is it cringy across the board? If you're gonna be like, you are so hard, yeah. like, it's, not, but, it's not gonna come up cute. Yeah, I guess you Amber gets about to get some hate. You hate yeah. on me. I mean, well, are you gonna go to Pakistan? Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, it, honestly, we talked about this. Uh, it's just like a matter of uh, how I want to arrange that with my stomach and just making sure I have enough time to just be on the toilet, I think. If, if the next time we go, like I've told Riley, like, yeah. he has to. And I think, yeah, but I, I mean, if you've been to someone. all these other places too, like you'll be fine. Amber, what I, Amber, what I hear from no, this guy, from, <laughs> what no, I'm hearing from him. Did you have a messed up stomach anywhere else that you went? Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's not going to be any different. Like no. I've, uh, Frost has like 
butthole issues. But <laughs> Amber, but everybody yo, in my family. But but what I'm saying is that like you will have messed up stomach, but you're not gonna have to be like okay. five feet away from yeah. a toilet. Like, like you'll go somewhere. Stuff. Yeah, like you'll mm. have to go. Like you'll have rest stops. You'll have whatever. Like you'll be okay. all right. You yeah. won't. But if it's bad, yeah, let us know. Because yeah, 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 we were yeah. like, dang, Are you, you, the you guys food. never had. No, we a- did, but he travels and he's had stomach. Yeah, like before, it's so not like Pakistan's the only place in the world. If you like, if he's been traveling and he's of been, of course all not. Yeah. But like certain things, wait, what do you guys eat when you go there though? Like garaka kana. I'll like, eat home food, the street food sometimes. Food. Like street food is what like yeah, really street was. food messes you up. The other thing, I mean, like. You can't, not uh, eat you, you can't drink. I mean, why not? Because you should eat the street food. Yeah, but you can just have them make the street food at home. No. Yeah. And also, you know what? If you do want to eat the street food, you just have them make it fresh for you in front of If it's right off the fire, like in front of you it's and not like an germs. old batch yeah. and they hand it right to you, like you'd be all right. You're no, good. I'm not just talking about things that are like fresh uh, off a of fire or something, but like, like- The milk they use sometimes, like the, the mi- water- I'm talking oh, about yeah. Lussy in the steel cups Lussie, that are shared by you everybody. You be drinking Lussy in the bazaar. Yes, uh, you have See, to. And then you're wondering why you have butthole issues. I'm not wondering why. <laughs> I'm what not wondering the, why. What is the syrup thing you guys are always pulling up with in the videos? Like, what's that called? That? The Ruru. Yeah, I need to get some of that. Oh, we'll, we, get you, we'll get you on we'll that Ruru. Can we get some yeah. bottles? <laughs> we got some yeah. I'm trying to pull up. Uh, where else did you go? This year? Uh, just in general? Yeah. Um I went to Turkey. Uh, I went to uh, Bosnia and Bosna, uh, Bosna and uh, I went to uh, Mexico for a little bit, and then Egypt and Tunisia. Mm. What continent have you not gone to this year? Uh, no, I'm Asia, Asia, yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, I basically have you been to a, Asian countries. N- uh, no, unless you count like uh, Turkey. You know, they say you know Europe yeah. and Asia, but I don't really yeah. count it. But like um, East Asia, no. Uh, to be honest, like most of the traveling I've done, it's concentrated either around the Mediterranean, whether it be on like- So you're definitely Africa. trying to scare your parents. No, I mean like- <laughs> I feel like that's a good technique so that you absorb all the surrounding mm-hmm. cultures yeah. around yeah. one area so that it's not just like- Random, oh, just scattered. Go there just to yeah. go there, but actually try to absorb like, oh, I have a friend from Syria. I could ask him about- Yeah, how to go. It's, it's that. It's like the language thing. I don't speak like any kind of like- fluent Arabic or even decent Arabic, but I understand enough words to where it'd be comfortable to be like, ask for directions or, you know, know certain vocab. So that's one thing like, um, and then like having those friends, like having Moroccan friends, having Syrian friends or Syrian friends that have family in Turkey. It's like knowing people or just knowing people that know about a place. Um, it, I know that the experience there will be better. Um, Tunisia was more of an unplanned thing. I was trying to get to Morocco, but with all the flight closures, I ended up in Tunisia. And then by chance, I got connected with a group of friends because of some stuff that happened. And I realized that a friend of mine was actually there and then it worked out. Mm. But most of the places I go- How do you um, just have friends scattered around? uh, I was in the Peace Corps a while ago and this friend of mine, she went on to- it wasn't even like a close friend. It was someone I knew. They, she went on to work for the U.S. Embassy and she was stationed in Tunisia and I mm. went there to renew my passport. You just got to know somebody. They messed up my passport. They put me as a, a, a woman instead of a man. <laughs> and then when I went back, <laughs> when I went back, this girl that I knew like five years ago, I was like, hey, you'll never believe this. I work here. And I was yeah. like, yo, so did you mess up my passport or what? Like, <laughs> but then, then, you know, you get invited to like hang out with a group of friends and make friends. It's just, it's luck. It's really just luck. I don't know. So you don't go to those hostels 
And like, that's how a lot of people No, I mean, and now, right now, no, I guess with COVID, yeah, I haven't gone. Don't act like you care. No, I don't care. (laughs) It's bougie. No, it's more, honestly, it's more because I am spending a lot of time working online. Like, so I get a place where I know it's quiet. I know the internet works. Mm. Yeah, like I have to work. So, yeah. It's still so cool that you get to, you know, be in a different place uh, while you're working and all that. Yeah. Um, You had some trouble when you were on your way back, I heard. Way back from where? Uh, where'd you, what was the last place you were at? You said just recently you barely made it. Oh, no. Well, no. I mean, I was wondering about, okay, I was going to have to take this guy. This is really messed up. Like, this is not cool. Um, On your part? I don't know, man. I don't know how many extra years and like- We'll judge you. Yeah, I don't know how many, I don't know what this is going to do to my- uh, afterlife situation but my <laughs> friend the one that i got connected to at the at the embassy she was like um hey listen like we need you're going back to the u.s on this day would you be interested in taking um, like someone with you like escorting them and i was like what's that and basically it's like someone who's sick and needs to get back to the u.s they need someone to fly with them like check them in help them with certain things uh and, and they that- pay you they pay you, yeah. Um, they give you like business. Not, that laugh sounded like it was a yeah. lot of money. <laughs> business class and like all the whole oh, thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if and I you can. You basically have to babysit them throughout the whole thing? Yeah, essentially. Um, so long story short, like she's like, hey, can you take this guy? But then as it's getting closer to the flight, um, things are like not working out. The airline heard about him. They're like, they don't want to board him because he's too difficult and they're fighting with the ministry of health. And I'm like, look, I'm still going, you know, they already, what did, he ha- did he have COVID or like what happened? All right. Like he had cancer, I think like a history of m- numerous health problems, cancer. He, um, something like he went to Tunisia for like a girl or something online, like old guy, you know, uh, sounds rel- like a cafe. Situation. Sounds like relatable I don't, to you. I don't know how many details about this. <laughs> I'm even allowed to give. I have, I think I have a waiver in here actually. No, it's in my other folder. It, it should be in my purse. NDA or something. Yeah. Something about a wait. No, not an NDA obviously, but he, he was in a catfish situation. He went to Tunisia and while he was in Tunisia, got hospitalized. Something happened like a stroke or something. And so now they're like trying to get him back to the States. And it's crazy thing. Like, I'm like, of course this is happening. And of course I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Why not? This will probably be a good story one way or the other. And last minute they, they called it off. They're like going to keep him there. The airline's not there. So I didn't end up taking him, but I kept the the business class seats. I'm Mm -hmm. like, they're giving me bubbly water and, uh, that's why I got expensive taste now. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. you know, I had one sip of that and I was like, yo, I'm never drinking regular water Wait, again. Wait, that's fine. Yeah, that's not fine. Like, I thought you left him. Yeah. Like, it's not like you left him on purpose. I feel like I left him, but like, no, you know. No, that wasn't up well, to you. Don't you even, doesn't even know him, right? <laughs> no, I don't know him. And it's the air, never airline's fault. You it's feel personally fault. responsible? Come on now. No, I just feel like, you know, when you're like, you know, eating like a nice fancy meal and I'm thinking about like, why am I here right now? And, and it's the because of that guy. It, like, died. It's because of that guy. I don't know if he's dead. Like, honestly, like shout out if you're, <laughs> oh shout out. Like, um, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> know. What the, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what the situation is. Uh, you know, it's just like, I feel like, dang, like. You just feel like anything you have done. There's yeah. nothing you could have done. I mean, I could have, I could have fall harder. I could have gone to the counter. Oh. I could have. I could have gone to You're the counter like, oh, okay. and been like, "Take my class." Take this guy. No, like, you can't deal with that, no, right? So no. all you would do is be like, "Take away my business class." Yeah. Like, well, like, were you relax. were you responsible for him at that point? Or like, no, no. I mean, like, the, they just called it off, and they just couldn't downgrade the tickets at that point. Were you with him? 
What? Were you with him at this time? No, I never saw him. Never met him. Oh, okay. Because oh, yeah. if you were next to him yeah. and you were like, I had to like uh, wave goodbye. Yeah, all right, peace all right, out, dude. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and like, take oh, this. Priority boarding. I'm out, like, yeah, fun. Dude, and so the flight's taking off. Yeah. Uh, I got to go. Did you yeah. feel like a boss up there? Just like look like a young dude up in business class? Yeah, especially because I like hadn't showered at all. I looked terrible. And like everyone else, you know, they look like they kind of belong Suited there. Up. And like, they're like, God, I got to serve this guy. Like they're like putting, they're putting set my table and everything. Like I just, Dude, you're such a minimalist. Yeah, I mean, dude. <laughs> wow. That's what I'm saying. I sound a minimalist like a, taking business class. Like doesn't a, add up. Dude. Sound no, like a, you sound like a very nice, apologetic person. Yeah. yeah. Anybody would have taken that situation. Like, oh, that's yeah. not uh, giving, it's not like you took someone's business class either. Yeah, yeah. You, you're just in there. But I'm, yeah. I'm wondering about this guy who got catfished from, or I mean, got hospitalized from a catfish situation. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, dude. what do you mean got hospitalized? I don't know, from- man. What does that like, mean? Hospitalized? I, I think he was just there and like, I don't know if it's like a coincidence, like he was in bad shape and then he came over and then just got, had an accident. But when you talk about catfishing and you talk about like, you know, when you think those things that come to my mind, you know, anything sexual, you're like, oh, I mean, at a certain age that can, uh, sets, you know, I mean, what, I don't know. What a lot related of possibilities. to that sexual? I'm so confused. No, no, like he could have caught something. No, not like caught something. I think he might've just exerted himself too much. Wait, what are you saying right now? <laughs> you got a stroke after masturbating. Is that what you're trying to say? I mean, I, mean, I don't want to, I don't no, want catfishing. I knew at some point this would turn into a conversation about masturbating, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. What are you yeah, saying that's catfish? Actually what I was so thinking. he catfished himself? No, no, I mean like there was a girl or something that was involved. She- Girl or something. Like, you know, like honestly, like this is a whole world with like, you know, old, old men, man. Like they, they talk to these girls or- Maybe guys online they don't know, but they oh, and go they went over there. Yeah, and it's like a money thing. And like, he couldn't handle himself. I, maybe, maybe they never met. Like this, is, I feel bad speculating because now I feel bad. Like at first yeah, I was yeah. innocent. Now I feel bad. I'm speculating. He just put his whole thing on blast. Yeah. I'm speculating. The guy could have very genuinely just like been walking with an ice cream cone and had a stroke. But now I'm saying- uh, Wait, so you're just ch- making this up or somebody mm-hmm. gave you contacts? No, I all I know is that he was hospitalized with some kind of like stroke, I think. Wait, um, so the girl thing, you just didn't you're know. Just the girl a- thing is true. Oh. There was the oh. reason, because why else would a dude from the US just randomly like go to, to New- oh, I guess that's kind of what I did. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what if he's like, you in the yeah. future, dude? That's why I wanted what to help him. The future? That's, why, okay, there's a, bro, so that's why I wanted to help there's him. A, there's a whole show yeah, it would just look, it's okay, it it's looks fine. Good. No, it's not. Just pull this part down. Yeah. You this guys part? can keep talking. Um, What's it called? Oh, there's a whole show about this. Uh, What's it called? Oh, it's is it 90 Day Fiance? 90 Day Fiance, yeah. They shoot that in Tunisia. Like my friend <laughs> really? told me all about this. Yes. And like, the old guy was the main the character. People, no? The people on 90 Day Fiance come in to get marriage visas like from my friend. I swear to God, she told me all about wow. it. It's crazy. Because Tunisia, like, honestly, like, shout out Tunisia, like, like- (laughs) The baddies are there. Everybody, you know, like, men, women, they're all looking great. Like, the Mediterranean, the beaches, like, it's it's great looking people out there. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you. Like, I mean, you're a young single guy. Uh, Hot. You was messing with girls around the world? No, no. You got the nice Muslim beard. He said no, no, like, (laughs) that's That's, true. That's what I'm saying. He's starting to take on the look of the Arab world. Like he's got, his hair is growing curly. His beard is growing in very differently. He used to have no facial hair. If you wore an outfit, it's over. Yeah, I thought that like the the demand would be really high post Ramadan, like in the Tinder game in Tunis, but like, <laughs> are you on Tinder over there? <laughs> well, I mean, like, not not intentionally. 
Wait, what? Not intentionally. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you, gotta yeah. get, you gotta get on salams. Salam, I know, salams, I know yeah. salams, but like, I feel like you know. Wait, wait, but what is he gonna put for the Muslim? Exactly, yeah, exactly. He, you gotta put salams, well, yeah. you're you're a pretty devout Christian. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm devout. Yeah, like that's. No, you're not on salams if you're a devout Christian. I'm I'm just you know uh, yeah. That, <laughs> you could write it as your bio like. Hey, no, no, because up. everybody who writes as a bio is a piss off. So don't be a piss no, off. No, no. Like, listen, let's get back to the Tinder situation. So like <laughs> I had like a, I had a burner Tinder. A burner Tinder? A, wait, yeah, like, you're a catfish. Wait, what is no. catfishing the whole dude? <laughs> but it's real. Wow. No. <laughs> no, like my wait, Tinder. Wait, so then are you the reason he had a I stroke? Had two, Yo, I had two Tinders account. <laughs> I had two <laughs> Tinders. <laughs> Two Tinders. They were, one was Remy because you know, the people, they're speaking a lot of French over there. Like it's an Arab country, but they speak tons of French. I don't speak any French. So I was like, okay, I'll make my name Remy instead of Riley. Or if I wanted to go for the more You're Arab, catfish. the more Arab thing I could do Rami, but I was like, Remy, uh, that'd be cool. Remy's more believable. <laughs> How uh, is this okay? Because it's a picture of me. Like, I mean, if, if I actually were having a conversation, I'd be like, okay, my name's Riley. <laughs> Uh, I but I was you with my name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? It was a cat. It was a name catfish. The pictures are real. And then I had another one that was called "Trust Me, Daddy." Like you know the Drake. <laughs> one? What? That's your name? It was like you know the Drake meme. Trust me, Daddy. You know. But that was your name. <laughs> no. Yeah, that was my name. No. Yeah, I don't know that meme. I don't like it's, it's. It's honestly like back to like seventh grade YouTube days. Like I don't like giving out my real name on those platforms, especially when I have actual friends uh, that are in the same city. Like that. That freaks okay, me out. Okay, I thought you were trying to like. No, I'm not uh, trying to like gain swipes by you, by like adjusting to the culture. Do you think a girl's gonna be like, oh, his name's Remy, not Riley? So a hundred percent, yes. That, okay. Uh, well, I, I think I think it makes a difference. Then, why would good, you then you are Riley? validating my method. You are. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Yeah, this yeah. is good. Thank you. Because if you're like you're an Arab girl and you're like, oh, like Remy. I, and I see a Riley and I'm like, oh, he, either he's American. First of all, you're losing out on the foreign opportunities. Right. But then you're also like, I guess, yeah. conning these but, Arab okay. people. Yeah. I mean, to go back to this, I'm going to just, <laughs> I'm going to clarify. Like, I don't actually use it seriously. It was more of like a meeting people two in the morning, kind of oh. like uh, lashing out. Oh, okay. I'll check this out. And then I usually delete it by the morning. Um, <laughs> This is not you the go on there specifically at two a.m. <laughs> I just see what's up. Like I see, okay, what's <laughs> what, what a time to do that? What's, you can see what's, what's up on Tinder at two a.m. What's the lay of the There's land? There's only like, like what's the lay of the land? Like I'm like, all right, what are we dealing with? What are we seeing? Because like I it's have all open up like you. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm not doing anything bad. Like I, this is what I mean. You're making me feel bad. Like I went on there and now I'm sweating <laughs> and like it's like literally like so, so no dates, no like, no dates, talking. no. Not one I, even. I, I usually it, like I'll add it and then I usually delete it. And like, it's usually to like have a good laugh with my friends there. Like, oh yeah. Riley, you can, ha- you can, you can yeah. 100% find you a girl. Yeah. I just think that the approach not good. It's not a good yeah. approach. No, no. How do you, wait, are you- Because you, that's not, I'm not really trying. You didn't trying. go on a single date while you were all no, traveling I mean, the course, world? Because I am, I am like you were saying, I'm self-conscious. Like, oh, it's just like the American guy rolls oh. into town. I actually, in, in all seriousness- I didn't call you self-conscious. No, no, I, no I'm, I'm saying that. Like in all, ser- in all seriousness, Tinder jokes, Tinder jokes aside, in all seriousness, like- I feel like there's something like, I don't know. It's a tough thing. It's a tough thing. Cause it's like, is it inauthentic? Is it this, you know, I don't know. Like, are you thinking, oh, they only want me for my visa? No, I, I even think thinking that is kind of like arrogant to think that, mm. right? To think that, oh, because this girl's from, that's like saying, oh, this, this lower country, they want my visa. They might like, hey, uh, I don't want to curse. They, they, they might think America like sucks. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, so just assuming, oh, oh, you're from Pakistan. You must really want to go 
to America. That, well, well, yes. It's, it might be true. Like, you have to have a little bit of that awareness because if yeah, you yeah. don't, then you're naive. Yeah. Right, right, And right. like they will take advantage of, of you. Thinking like that, aren't that means your intentions are kind of pure. They yeah, are. yeah, of course. So then like- Despite, why not Besides the Remy account, don't <laughs> match with Remy. Rami. Rami or Remy. <laughs> yeah. Or trust me, daddy. That one was really successful though. I gotta be trust honest. Trust me, daddy. Some, no, okay. Honestly, some girls think it's funny. They're like, oh, like they, they were like, why is that guy's name? Trust me, daddy. And then it starts a conversation. Like, okay, what's your real name? Yeah. I think also uh, you're right now in the countries you're in, you have a low chance. Yeah, very low. Um, I need oh, to get. I need to get her date like that. Yeah, you need to get her dad yeah. on Tinder. Is really oh, what you need to do. Yeah. Okay. So one of one of the oh, guys dead. at our at our mosque, uh, he was a little bit of a um, extreme shake, and he was saying that <laughs> uh, one time he came in, we went for Friday prayer, and he was like, he starts his khutbah like his. Um, what do you call it? Sermon? Yep. Um, with dads, all the dads in here, uh, you need to make a Tinder account on behalf of your daughters. That's how he started it. And <laughs> he was, a, he awesome. was being 100% I would serious. swipe right on that. Like, I, I feel like that would be a more promising <laughs> avenue. You think the dad's going to say yes? Well, he's, yeah. he was so saying to me, make daddy? it on their behalf. And, um, and, um, wait, are we talking about in a Muslim country? Yeah, well, for on, him, for him, for me. Well, I'm just saying in general right. that he was saying make it on the behalf of the daughter, right? And then talk on her behalf. Oh, that's no, messed no, up. That's, not like as like that a is dad. a cat. That's a catfish. Yeah, not an app. At, that's a whole. That's Riley. for dads or parents. No, I didn't. I didn't. Which, but by yeah, the way, don't, why don't they have that? <laughs> like, you could very well have like parents who are representing. It's that's like what an agent. Ideas. Yeah. I know, but they don't have an app. They I'm, have they wait, have their WhatsApp. I don't want to say, I don't wanna speak too much on this because I'm gonna start it's developing a good idea. this now. Wow, isn't it? Yeah. What are you saying? But they have those like, situations. Have the parents have like a they'd be like the agent for their daughters. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally down with this. Like, I think it's way more. Or their efficient. sons, like for their sons. Yeah. Yeah. The way we do it in America, like it's so messed up. It's like uh, I watch people go down this. You know, I just I just confessed my own. Uh, Tinder habit in this mm-hmm. case that wasn't that wasn't a shiny a moment. Habit now, but I see <laughs> it's not a habit. I see I see how people actually use it in all seriousness, and it's like it's such a dead end for so many people. I know some people that they're very intentional and it works out, but it's like take someone out, mm. like have a date, like it's like this whole back and forth. Like one time I did ask a girl out here, uh, just went up and was like, I don't have a lot of games, so I was like, look, uh, didn't you think you're cool? <laughs> I was like, I was like, would love to take you out on a date. That's pretty much what I said. She didn't say yes. She didn't say no. She said, follow me on Instagram. And see, that is where we're at in the dating the dating realm in America. It's like- Because she gains a follower and doesn't have to- But, 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 my but, friend, my friend. It. But we did end up going on a date. She just wanted to get in the uh, DMs. She hit oh. me up. She hit me up in the DMs later. I was shocked and was like, um, hey, let's actually like- Hang out, let's go out. Pass a vibe check. I mean, Hmm. it ends with me getting ghosted, but but the point is, you did not pass the vibe check. The point is, no. Did you you pay? Did you pay for the dinner? Um, yeah. I mean, like we. I mean, like not totally. No, I don't think so. We got Popeyes. I think. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That was a date. Listen, that is a date. After two dates of Popeyes, that's that. That's worth the ghost. Her plan could be that. No, she suggested it. She suggested it. She could hit up guy or like. People that uh, you know walk up to her, she could say, "Follow me on I- IG." Yeah, go w- through with a date. I think she gave me water though. Get free, Riley. <laughs> that no, 
<laughs> you got played. She got does played. this. She does or this. Or chicken sandwich. She, she asks. I mean, some I know. I knew. I knew a girl who used to do it for like. She used to have a date set up from dating yeah. apps just for dinner every night. Yeah. She probably got a schedule. Yeah, like well, okay, that's a life. But it, you, only, you only got played if you if it if you really like if it bothered you. Like I don't I don't mind giving out a chicken sandwich every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Like to get some attention? Are you kidding me? You're too that nice. Is a, that, is a, that is a drop in the bucket. Like I got a full night with a pretty woman. I mean, like, I mean, Damn. it's a chicken Aww. sandwich. You're Damn, so sweet. sweet Isn't that nice? So innocent. Yeah. That's, he, you're an old head already. I feel yeah. like that's something like, oh, I had the yeah, nicest chicken sandwich with, with, a, with a, a nice pretty lady. If, if you're listening to this, like it was really nice. Like if you want to have another chicken sandwich, like let's do it. Even after she ghosted you? Are you, yeah, do you so, feel like- Slight ghosting. Do you feel like at this point, whoever- I mean, I don't know if you're looking, but like, if if you want to end up with um, somebody, yeah, sure. Do they have to be on the same level as you, as far as like traveling um, and stuff? Well, just knowledge, experience, um, open mindedness, or are you looking for a foreign baddie? That's a really hard question. Um, There's Christian foreign baddies everywhere. No, I mean to be honest, like <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, like uh, from from that standpoint, like this, I don't really, I, I can't be, I'm not in a position to be discriminating on the basis of anything, religion, culture, anything. With that being said, I recognize that there are definitely certain things that you have to be aware of and recognize when you're doing like the multicultural thing. I think a lot of people just like get on Instagram, like you know, and just like, um, like you know, are like, oh, look at that, like you know biracial couple that looks so sweet, but like there is a lot to that, you know, it's, it's oh, like challenge. they're just fascinated with the idea of it. Fascinated with the idea or fetishizing the idea of it. Right. Mm. So, but, uh, there's a lot to it. Um, but there's a lot to any relationship at the end of the day. Um, I don't really have any preference. I'm not in a position to be that picky, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm pretty open. <laughs> so I'm so taking like, what I, get. I feel like, like I, I think f- we'll drop the Instagram. Like, honestly, like I think I'm, I'm really open. I, what I'll say, I get what you're saying. Like if you're traveling and you're living the certain way, um, could you, could you date somebody who's not doing that? Like one or, of our great native Bellarians. Yeah, I think I totally could because at the end of the day, I, I value uh, that community. I think at the end of the day, this, this life, it's not permanent. Like the, this what? like life, life, uh, wow. so? no, I mean like, it, it, you know, when you talk to like older people, like I befriend a lot of old people when I travel to, and you talk to them, I actually lived in a community of old people in Mexico by accident. And I made a lot of friends with them because I love old people there. You feel like there's, there's something missing, right? Like they got all these crazy experiences. Mm-hmm. They saw all these crazy things, but like they're missing something like, Where's their family? Where's their mm-hmm. grandkids? Where's, you know, and like, and you see that. I'm not saying that what they did was make the wrong decision, but you but understand you value. You family. see there's an emptiness Basically that you, you want to want. You want to settle at one point. Yeah, there's a trade-off. At the end of the day, it's like you ha- keep ha- going out and having experiences or you settle down and you, and you have that family and legacy. Well, you told me that one time. You were like, um, I feel like all this time I've spent basically traveling because you, ba- you, you can't stay home for long. You're always going somewhere. Um, And you were like, you you were saying that, uh, you know, that you can't uh, get used to another lifestyle and you might be missing out on potential opportunities. It was something like that you were saying. It's just about like, when you, it's really hard to, like, we get so, we're so busy. Like, we just have all these things here to distract us. Like, um, because we live in like a country like this and we do a lot of things that we don't, that are kind of nuts that we don't even realize. And like, until you remove yourself from that 
and remove yourself from your group of friends and your routine and your Friday nights, you don't realize some of that stuff. You don't reflect on some of that stuff until you realize. So it could be something as simple as like learning a new dish um, or a new diet or a way of, um, you know, thinking or just having a conversation with somebody. It might be the smallest thing, but it's like, I feel like I'm accumulating those over time and kind of just selfishly, uh, you know, kind of creating my own way to, I don't know, approach the world. I feel like in this podcast, um, you've attracted a lot of people. Like, <laughs> in by, what way? I mean, like the things that you're saying, like there were no red flags. Yeah. yeah there was actually like, actually oh my God, true. he's sweet. Like, I feel I like there's a red flag in itself that yeah. there were no red flags. I think, I think Remy was the red flag. <laughs> I think that was the biggest yeah, red flag. Think, thank you for but being it, honest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But aside Remy, from yeah. that, like, I, I can show you the really picture. has no red flags. Yeah. 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 It's like, scary. Like, you, but I told you guys you'd about be suspicious. Like, he's and too also, honest. Like, and being too honest is probably helping him because he was like, I didn't want to give out my real name, which is a better yeah. excuse than, oh, I just yeah. wanted to track those. But then one of his friends yeah. are going to be like, brother, there's like this guy. His name is yeah. Remy. He looked just like you. <laughs> yeah. I want to date him. Back in Tunis. What's, what's next for you? Like, uh, where do you go from here? Do you stick with this job? Is there something greater you're trying to accomplish? Yeah, next, uh, we're actually going to start traveling. So we're set the to school. Go, yeah, we're set to go to Botswana, which uh, is mm. you know near South Africa. South Africa yeah. yeah, And we're going to be out in the middle of nowhere. And it's going to be the first time post-COVID. It's going to be really interesting. And I'm going to be the first staff member to actually get there. Uh, inshallah. So, uh, you know, wow. um, yeah, throw some inshallahs around, you know, but uh, <laughs> seriously though, Look, he's playing us now. Once I said there's definitely yeah. people interested, he was yeah, like, oh, like, let yeah. me throw this in there. Yeah, let me <laughs> impress her a little what bit. What Drake line can I use right now? Uh, TV watching Al Jazeera. Inshallah. <laughs> inshallah. Hope the mission keeps on getting clear ride yeah. with the mob. What's that? That's, that? that's not Drake, but, no, but there you go. Yeah. There you go. He threw a humble out. Yeah, I know how to do it. Yeah. I can You'll see it. the kids for the first time. Um, is it, yeah. wait, is it the same kids? It's going to be some new kids, but yeah, some graduated, but yeah, we got, we got the kids and that's uh, exciting. Yeah. I think I'm going to kind of stick with it and just see where it goes. I, I agree with you. Like, you know, I want to think about how to document this. Um, you know, I, you know, learning and figuring out where to go from here, but at this stage, I'm just kind of like, yeah. Also, I wanted to I touch on it before, but like you're so honest and we we're talking about like fake travel influencers. Like, yeah. I think we need your perspective on the internet mm-hmm. as someone who's so honest and like actually culturally aware cultural. too. Like yeah. he, he attempts to, uh, he, I feel like a day in a life would even just be like so great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. Well also you're a really good teacher because you've, your dad is, um, has been that for a while. Yeah he encouraged and influenced you to kind of go in that field. But all these jobs you said with Teach for America and like you were doing um, a lot of mission work and then um, ROC and now this, it's all involves teaching. And I think that, you know, your perspective is not like I'm all knowing. It's like, I'm uh, a student, I'm still exploring. And to pass that on to the kids that you teach, I think is really special. Yeah. And it's because I've had a lot of moments where I realized you know, how much I don't know. And then you just, it's just like humbling and yeah. You've also yeah. gotten made fun of a lot by the kids. Yeah. The kids, they roast me like people, they just roast you. They're just like, what is up? You've been the white guy in yeah. like an all black school. You've been the white guy <laughs> in all culture, different, like, yeah, yeah. uh, you know, people from all different places. So like just having that kind of perspective is, I feel like, um, humbling, but also, you know, makes you want to do it more and go harder. 
Yeah, and I, and I can take it. Like I think it's I think it's it's fun. Like at the end of the day, and yeah. they're kids. And at the end of the day, like if you're working with kids and you're frustrated, you see all these teachers. They're burnt out. Uh, they're really struggling right now, and oh. I feel for them. But like, they're just kids. Like you know, yeah. um, they don't mean everything they say. You know, just keep keep you know loving them and working with them and and get through it. You know, um, we're definitely going to be working on uh, projects. In the future, because I think Riley's a really great person to have in that. But for right now, you can look for Riley maybe to make a little guest appearance on an upcoming project by Rono Pono. So you were actually you were actually one of the first people that we had in the videos a long time yeah. ago. So people still remember you from that. Did I get any love in the comments? You got a lot of love in the comments. Yeah. People actually <laughs> thought that you were a Patan from Pakistan, <laughs> uh, which wow. like. Uh, people that live in that area, they're lighter skin. They have green eyes like you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you fit in. You fit in from the beginning. Um, where can people follow you on online? If you, do you want that or? Yeah, yeah, they can follow me uh, right now. Probably Instagram <laughs> at Remy. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> if you're on Tinder, uh, my account has been deleted, um, but um, maybe we'll be back one day. I don't know, Remy. But uh, no, Riley. He said, hit him in the DMs yep. at. Yeah, yep. Riley Battaglia on Instagram. You'll probably have to put it in the description or something. Yeah, so we'll put it in the description. It. But yeah, that's it pretty much right now. Awesome. Riley, thank you so much for being here. Uh, you're a special person. Yeah. And we love you. Thank and you. I'm blessed to be your friend. Thank you Aww. all. This is really fun. Yeah, this is nice. Uh, thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Strange Flavors. Oh, wait, real quick. Are you still very berry on your flavor? Last time you picked very berry. <sighs> I think, yeah, I think I am very berry. Because it's like the colors, you know, I wear a lot of colors. Well, he's looking like that right now, but. <laughs> yeah, Amber very and berry. Show up with a floral. Actually, yeah, I'm going to be very berry. Nice. <laughs> I almost made a switch to pistachio, but no. Nope. All right. It's been another week. <laughs> another flavor. <laughs> a little less stranger. We'll talk to you next time. How could I know there was no second chances? Like dominoes, my life got really scattered. Speak up the truth when it's tainted I